Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Armor, Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. You can check them out online at AutoArmorMS.com and on social media at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Located right there in Flowood, Mississippi behind Merritt Health Hospital. See you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. We're back. And it is Wednesday. That's right, folks. It's Wednesday. And as we're apt to do here at WYB, certainly on the Kim Wade Show, we want to remind you, exhort you, implore you that it's back to Christ Wednesday. A nation that's in peril, a nation that's crawling on its knuckles spiritually needs this. So if you would, if you would be one of those who would uh, lift up the bloodstained banner, bow your heart. And ask the Lord to have mercy upon this nation. Ask the Lord to have mercy upon our country, our nation, our state, our county, our city, and upon us. We're in need of his grace and mercy because we made a mess of things. We walked out from under his grace. We walked away from the understanding of the word that was revealed. And we keep making excuses. And now we're paying the price. The invoices come due for our inordinacy and our sins. Being made manifest right before us with the death of all the, it's all around us, the kids killing one another. The professionals who say that they're going to lead us in one form or fashion are cashing in on our misery, social pathologies, our illnesses. Everybody's on a paper chase. We're just asking that you come. So, won't you come right now and say, Lord, have mercy upon me? Won't you come? Won't you come? This is an opportunity to do just that. Let's go back one and we were on fire for the Lord when the word was fresh in our hearts and on our minds, and we want to tell everybody about it. Now's the time to get our faith renewed. It's a revival of sorts that we need in this land. So won't you help out? You know, 
I have been hard on pastors, particularly black pastors, about their unwillingness to bring their faith to, to bear on the problems of our society. And I may have been and am and sometimes always in manifest air as I try to discuss these things because, you know, I'm not warm and fuzzy. I'm cutting the pie right down the middle, calling balls and strikes. But I am, were you able to? Okay. I am concerned that there's an unwillingness on the part of pastors to recognize the theological timeline we find ourselves on. I don't know. I guess people just thought that it was always going to be where we all we did was discuss Christ. We discussed the word. We never had to actually actuate our faith by standing on it. Well, I submit to you to this day that we're there. It's just incomprehensible to me that you can see all this evil unfolding around us. And you think that there's no reason to. It's kind of like driving down the interstate and you having to make a decision. Are you going to speed up to go around this car? Is this car going to slow down and let you? In other words, the status quo cannot stand. One of the players involved in these automobiles, one has to either speed up, one has to slow down. Something's going to have to be did. And how many spiritual leaders out there just think nothing has to be done? We're just going to. We're just going to whistle past the graveyard. And I think there's a special place for black ministers who have sat up here all this time and pretended like we just listened at the top of the news with, with three uh, uh, black horse press talking about a young 14-year-old being found shot to death on the streets of Hazelhurst, shot in the head. And we see the culmination and of all these deaths in all these distant cities and towns and small hamlets and villages, and we keep trying to pretend, oh, it's just that little ice. It's not an isolated incident. There's something wrong. We are living in a sin-sick society, and you're not making it better. You're not the bomb of Gilead as you should be or could be. And I'm asking the pastors out there, look, you, like all the rest of us, we have sinned. We've fallen short. But now is not the time to hide with the fig leaf over you from what you have done or have not done. Now is the time to say, okay, I got it wrong then, but I'm going to get it right going forward. You need to go gather your sheep. You need to get your staff out and protect your sheep from the wolves, the wolves of liars, deceivers, murderers, con men, criminals, incompetence. You're not doing any of that. You just want to be held and esteemed. You want to get paid. So you want to collect your reward here on earth. We have a preacher here who happens to be a black preacher. I want you to just listen. You can start at the 151 mark, 150. Uh, we have a preacher here. Uh, he came off Officer Tatum's uh, blog site, podcast rather. And this black preacher is preaching to his congregation. I wish more men of God, particularly black men of God, would say what he's about to say. You guys think it's a game. I cannot believe that you're going to put everything. This is your life's work. 
and, and, and I will continue to be astounded and amazed the amount of fidelity that wrongdoers, people involved with criminal activity, how they would uphold their oath in the secrecy of their criminal act, but they won't uphold their oath to Christ, to the Great Commission, to the Word of God. I, it just blows my mind. Kim, you don't do it. Man, I get it wrong more than I get it right. I understand that. But just like with Philip Gunn and Delbert Hoseman and Tate Reeves and Dr. Dobbs, those who took, whether, whether it was government, federal government money or whoever money, Pfizer money or farmer, well, whoever it came from, look at willing and, and how obedient they are to keeping that oath that they will make the people of Mississippi grind down and be ground down into the dirt under the weight of the COVID mandates. No, there's no amount of pleading with these people to make them stop doing what they're doing. But if you ask them to keep their oath of office to the Constitution, they're not interested. They don't even care. But to a criminal enterprise, these people are joined at the hip. So I want you to listen to this pastor here. I won't play the first two minutes. That's just Officer Tatum giving the uh, information about his podcast and the likes and all that kind of crap. We don't need that. So, uh, Mr. Producer, if you would, let it rip. With your money. Only took a year to screw the country up. Just took a year. Just took a year. He must be a Trump supporter. No, I believe. Yep. In a year's time, men who say they women are competing on the college level in women's sports and depriving women who have been working all their lives to be the best woman in their sport, the ability to be that because this man won't be a girl now. A year. One I got here by introducing the fact that the world is beat. Satan has released a spirit of deception. He has released it. Black folks don't like me talking about this. They can't stand it when I talk about it. It was all I could do when the congressman came here. Now, I told somebody to tell that man. Now, I'm going to let you speak. Benny Thompson. But don't you get up here talking about politics. Okay. And I'm going to make sure that the Voting Rights Act is passed. It was all I could do. And the Holy Spirit checked me because I was coming up. I was going to straighten that dude out. Because you, you, you ain't telling folks the truth. This government has people believing that people are deprived of the opportunity to vote. Because they're saying these red states is trying to keep our people 
from voting. Hogwash. You should have identification to vote. You shouldn't just be able to vote without being identified as a citizen and a resident of the area that you live in. It's wrong. We're going to get that voting right. We're going to forcefully advance. I'm just sitting in my chair. (laughs) Tell people the truth. They ain't giving people opportunity to vote. You look at the states who pass these laws that are considered racist. They have more polling sites, longer voting hours. Get quiet on me. It's okay. You shall know the and the shall set you Because see, if we don't require people to have valid identification, anybody can vote. And if we give them some money, if we keep giving out free money, Ain't no way them people going to want us out of office. I'm for truth. I ain't for nonsense. I ain't a brainwashed Negro. God gave me a brain. And I'm not a sheep. There it is. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, Guns and Gear. That's right, folks. Guns and Gear of Mississippi, located on Yandale Road and Highway 51 there in Gluckstadt, the city of Gluckstadt, or the town or village, whatever it's proper designation. That's where Guns and Gear is located. Stop by there today for all your uh, ammo and accessory, gun needs, whatever you need, folks. They have it. Plus, they have the expert service reps up there that's going to help you with your purchase, with your selection, with your questions. GunsandGearMS.com is the web presence. You're looking for ammo, stop by Guns and Gear, and uh, you'll be glad that you did, and you're going to meet some great folks up there. So if you're a hunter, uh, you're a competitive shooter, or if you're just a weekend plinker, they got you covered at Guns and Gear. Guns and Gear make the shopping experience uh, one that you'll always crave. You know what? I want to go over there because they gave me the straight skinny. I got a weapon that I can use, and that's very important. A lot of times people just go out and buy a gun. No, buy the gun that fits you, and that's why you need that expert advice from GunsandGearMS.com. Let's go to the Mobile Bob. Hey, hey buddy. What's up? <laughs> Who's that gentleman that was speaking? Uh, uh, did you his name? I didn't catch his name either. He was on uh, Officer Tatum's uh, uh, podcast. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I said it on. Uh, I forgot to listen to uh, uh, Brandon Tatum's podcast. Yeah, as we well know, if if half the preachers, black and white, talk like this man, this country would not be on this ridiculous path we're on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be, and he said it often, especially black preachers, but preachers in general, not telling people, their congregations, the truth like this. Like you said, especially black preachers. Mm -hmm. For the last, uh, since my entire life, from 55, 56 now, 
My entire life has been a bunch, but most black preachers woke have been telling the congregation, congregation these things. This is true. This is what being woke is. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how much sense you make, Kim, when you tell the truth versus how nonsensical you sound when you're the Farrakhan or the Al Sharpton of the world. That's right. Telling black people their problem is white people. Right. Instead of, uh, no, your problem is sin. Now, yeah. if you fix that, <laughs> you'd be real surprised how little white people are your problem. Ooh, boy, that's a sermon right there. Uh, that's a sermon there. And it is. I mean, black people keep saying that it's racist. No, it's not. We're in violation of God's word. We as and but see the white Democrats have convinced us that because we were once slaved and we were once done wrong by them, by the way, uh, right. that we're entitled to all these things. And uh, dude, that's the biggest lie. And then at the fact that the pastors won't clear it up, they're com- they're complicit with this scam. Exactly, and the man just told the truth. <laughs> And they know, and it's what's killing you. They know it's a lie. They just go along with it. They don't know they're not afraid of the old baby to vote in Georgia or Pennsylvania or Tennessee or Alabama. We've had we've had Alabama forever. Right. <laughs> These the same laws, and nobody can't vote. They right. know that's not the truth. Mm. They, but they go along with the Democrats' lie. They don't mind if the Democrats just make them look like incompetent morons that you can't get an ID. Or whatever, like the man said, it's just common sense. Right. If you let, if you don't have any ID, anybody can vote, mm-hmm. and your vote just gets weeded out into nothing. That's right. You get can get canceled out, and this is this is the reason why. And people get mad, and you've heard them get mad at me on this program for saying what I'm saying. But dude, you don't want black Democrats running things. These people are nope. dishonest. They're 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 corrupt. They're indifferent. They're not teachable. They they would rather. Just go lay their votes at the feet of any politician who happens to be a white Democrat rather than saying, you know what, this is what we need in our community. This is what we want to have done. They don't have a plan other than just pay me and screw everybody else. And I'm sick of it. I'm not going along with this crap. And guess what? I don't need anybody else to stand with me when I say this. I'm telling these people. Like go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. And like you said, you just said that they don't want to make it seem like you just don't want black people to run anything. No, you've always been specific, black Democrats. Because mm-hmm. it was black people like that preaching we just saw. Hey, I want that man president of the United States. I want awesome. him elected in every, every place I can get him elected. Right. Because he really knows what the problem is and he really wants the solution. Right. That's always been the problem. That's right. And, and again, so we have to sit up with all this loafing and loitering and all this incompetence and all this just openly uh, 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 corruption. And we're supposed to be quiet because there's a black person doing it. Man, y'all can pound saying, like I told you, I will listen, I will lead the clan. I won't just join it. I will lead it. They call me K-K-K-I-M. I'll break this crap up at the door. For real because talk. you're less of a problem for us and our freedoms, Kim, than these, like, these black Democrats are. Mm-hmm. The Klan is less of a threat to my freedom than black Democrats are. Now, yeah, yeah, I said it. I mean it. Because it's the truth. The Klan the Klan the aren't the one out there electing nitwits like Biden, trying <laughs> to put something in my arm whether I want to or not. Gas prices going five, ten dollars a gallon, and promise to go higher. And and then these people are happy. Because their team won. I'm saying, but what have you won? Really? And you're making life harder for everybody in the country while you nurse your little anger, your little emotional outbursts and all that crap. Man, anybody's that's why I said, look, I will say out my mouth as loud as I can say from this podium. Hey, man, tell black folks to pound sand. If this is the way we're going to vote, uh, 
and we're not even we're not even voting in our own best interest. That's what's dude. What, what's your point? What's your damn point? There's a ratio in statistics called the R square value. Mm-hmm. The higher the R square value, the greater the proportion of whatever that, is, that whatever you're measuring is impacting on your outcome. Right. If I would do the R square value on the Klan, it would be like 002 percent of you know the reason why I have struggled in my life. Right. But if I go by black folks and especially black Democrats. They're like 99% of the reason why the times I've struggled has been the reason why I've struggled. But declaring they are a non-factor to us. And it's in the white supremacy, it's a non-factor. It's, it's so small, it, it's just, you can easily dismiss it. That's how small it is. But they got to be idiots out of putting out documentaries like everything's going to be all white. When those nitwits on there really believe, really believe that white supremacists or anything, uh, anything white supremacists do is causing them any grief. I mean, like, like you just said. Meanwhile, you ignore the guy, your high gas prices, inflation through the roof. <laughs> and just a year and a half, just a little over a year, this clown has been in office. Really? <laughs> you run this place in the ground. And, and, and we're clapping like trained seals out here, <laughs> watching our, 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 our way of life being destroyed, and we're happy about it. That's what I'm saying, folks. I don't care what you say. Listen, until you get rid of white folks, you still need to listen to what I'm saying. Do not put the future of this country in the hands of black Democrats. These people, look, they will set their own house on fire to be in compliance with whatever the Democrat Party wants. These people are nuts. They need they need mental help. And I'm that mental help. I'm here for you. Okay, (laughs) Two hours a day. <laughs> Real quick before I go, I just got a three and a half percent raise on my job. Yeah, I'm a thing. I make over nine thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But you know what inflation was last year? Seven and a half percent. Right. So what? Did, so, so let that raise be the seven and a half percent. And then that, I mean, I, my, my, my raise didn't do anything as far as the inflation go. Now, yeah, it hurts me less than it hurts the, uh, the a person who makes far less. Especially on the fiction, because you all are suffering, but you voted for this, for this suffering because you, a lot of you. Now, we were cheated. Let's, let's never forget, Biden was not elected. He was appointed through a lot of cheating. But a lot of you folks out there, the black folks, you really did vote for this man. That's right. <laughs> you voted this, this madness in over yourself, and you voted in over everybody else, and then you wonder why. See, what they're doing is profiling. No, they ain't profiling. They see you coming. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> Mobile, appreciate you, man. I do. All right. Our number is 601-879-0002. Folks, listen. I'm in a u- unique position because of this radio program and me being who I am, Radio Strongman. I can say these things, and these are things that need to be said. Black people full of crap. They ain't doing nothing, making things worse everywhere, not just somewhere. We're supposed to be happy because we get Joe Biden is going to put a black woman on the Supreme Court. So she can do the same crap that Sotomayor is doing and all these other folks. They don't think things through. And every uh, folks, I'm talking about bar nothing. Everything these so-called Democrat, white Democrat approved blacks do on the courts or in their positions as cabinet secretaries or whatever everything they do repudiates the word of god if you tell me one thing that they've done that honors god that affirms life and make things better i'm open to hearing it 
All you get is black pride, black pride, black pride. And I want you to, you pastors out there, go back through your, through your scriptures and give me the cutout where black pride gets an exemption that all the other prides don't get in the word of God because God admonishes about having that pride. There's going to be certain consequences that come along with you carrying that around with you. But the white Democrats have convinced black folks that black pride is okay. Okay, let's see how this works out for us. So we got a 14-year-old getting shot in the head in the small town of Hazelhurst. Oh, it's just an isolated incident. Okay, it's isolated because we don't hear about the ones that's happening in Alabama, Louisiana, and all these other places. Folks, our society is sick. The black community is on life support. In the church, the church has joined in with Satan. Matter of fact, Satan even he ain't got to come to town anymore. He liked the Klan. The black Democrats have put the Klan out of business. Now they're gonna put Satan out of business. Jeez, let's who do we have? We got John. Hey, Johnson. Hello. Hey. Hey. Well, I, I wanted to go into some of this. I've been listening to what they're doing in Canada. The Great Reset, where they're going to take people's bank accounts and uh, all this other, and then they're going to do that credit story, RS, something like that. Right. For, and everybody, uh, you know, they're going to, uh, in other words, if you don't follow in with them, they're going to, you, you don't have no credit. And they're putting a donut shop out of business for giving them $25, you know, uh, to the truckers up there and there, all this other. And, and, and they're beginning to put this in place, and it's coming this way, too. I'll make a comment on that. I'm going to hang up and listen. I appreciate it. All right, let's take a break first. We'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Folks, we're back, and it is Wednesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. Oh, got a, a public service announcement for you. Trinity Wesleyan, Trinity Wesleyan uh, Church there on Sawa Road at 6950. They're going to be having, on March 5th, the band... Seventh Day Slumber. That's going to be a free concert starting at 6 p.m. And they would like to invite the public out. That's Trinity Wesleyan, 6950 Siwa Road. The Christian band Seventh Day Slumber will be in concert. Absolutely free. That's on March 5th starting at 6 p.m. All right, let's go to the lines. We have Terry Herring on the line. She's with Choose Life, Mississippi. How are you doing, Terry? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, great, 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 great. What good news do you have for us? Well, we've got a lot going on on the pro-life scene, as you know. Oh, yes. Um, we have, um, you know, we're looking forward to the Dobbs decision coming down and, and Mississippi being blessed with such a great opportunity to be a part of even the possibility of overturning Roe versus Wade is very exciting for us. It is very exciting, and this is an opportunity, folks. We talk with Terry Heron. She's with Choose Life Mississippi, and uh, uh in anticipation for the uh, ruling from the Supreme Court, which, you know, we're prayerful we're, uh, that it's going to come down on the side of life. Uh, but it's not a certainty given uh, we're dealing with men and their own uh, men and women in their own actions on this court. But we're prayerful when Terry's action, along with all the rest of us, that we all be in prayer that this be so. 
Absolutely. You know, it's so important for us to, um, uh, the, the, what the Lord put on my heart was that, that we should have high hopes for the high court. And the reason for that is that, that God needs, we need to give God something to work with. I think sometimes you get so accustomed to failure, you don't know how to succeed. And in God, we want to succeed by exercising some faith on this issue and, and to be hopeful that, that God can turn this court around, that he can turn our nation around and, uh, that all is not lost. And, uh, Certainly, we've been, you know, laboring in this field for many, many years, and and it's time to reap a harvest. And we're very hopeful that that the court will rule in such a way that more lives will be saved. We know that it is not it's not very likely that um, abortion will end in its entirety with this ruling um, in any way, shape, or form. But um, but it will. Uh, this this decision will change abortion in America. And for Mississippi to play a part in that um, is is really a big deal, and we're we're, we're just thankful for the opportunity. and And uh, the argument before the court went well. Um, the The challenge is in a better position than we have ever been. And even though we're looking at a, a 15 week ban, um, even granting a 15 week ban, Kim, uh, I wanted people to understand that a 15 week ban in Mississippi is only one week below our abortion on demand at the abortion clinic. So if you think we're taking one week away from the abortion clinic, if they only upheld what we have now. But if we look at that a little closer, we can realize that this, this, even just that on its face could save hundreds of babies a year. Mm-hmm. So if 15 weeks was upheld, presumably, and, and other states passed it, thousands and thousands of babies are aborted after 15 weeks. So um, just looking at that on its face, there's cause to be hopeful. But what we, we've actually, the state of Mississippi has asked the court to do is to vacate Roe. Um, and I think the, the justices have a good um, reason to do that because I think it's very hard to arbitrarily decide that 15 weeks, 14 weeks, 13 weeks, at what week do you stop right. um, saying that this is a child? And we, we know the answer to that question. But I think America's waking up. Uh, with all the ultrasounds that we see, we're, we're really beginning to change the next generation and hopefully see a, a more pro-life generation than we've seen in many, many years. Well, we applaud the efforts of all those who have been laboring in the vineyards uh, to bring this day forward. The opposition to this, uh, they're screaming like this is the end of the world. They're, they're, they're throwing uh, uh, abortion, uh, what is it, RU86 pills out like it's a Mardi Gras beads. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're doing everything to make uh, the killing of our kids more easier. Uh, and this is, as you pointed out, is it is not what people would want, which is be the total banning of abortion, but they mm-hmm. act like that's what's happening. Yeah, and you know it was interesting, wasn't it? It's uh, we actually lobbied in Mississippi for a law uh, regulating RU486, and that law will be implemented, which still makes it harder in Mississippi to actually get the abortion pill. Um, however, as you know, um, China can mail drugs anywhere. And so I think it's interesting, like the FDA, when we actually lobbied for uh, this regulation, uh, the FDA protocols were that a a woman had to go to a physician. She had to get a 
you know, get the pill because it's actually two pills, one pill to kill the one pill to kill the baby and the next pill to uh, cause contractions to expel uh, presumably a baby at home and at home abortion. And uh, we know this is just if you go back years and years ago, you know, we're poisoning um you know, we're poisoning our, our offspring. But it's uh, it's interesting that it was like just, you know, this was maybe five years ago that we, that the FDA protocols require, had all these requirements. And then suddenly now that the court is close to to overturning Roe v. Wade, then the FDA says, oh, well, we're, just, we're not going to require the women to see a doctor. And, I mean, they changed all the protocols for the FDA for uh, aborting at home. So, uh, you know, I don't know. You know, Kim, the, the thing is, um, abortions with that pill are not supposed to be done past 10 weeks or so, right. at least according to the uh, website um, at the abortion clinic here in Jackson. So, you know, that's, um, again, if we can shrink abortion, uh, the more we shrink abortion, the more babies are going to be born. So I think, um, you know, we, you know, like it, the Bible says that heaven rejoices over one sinner being saved. I think um, that we will rejoice over any babies being saved, but we know our work is not done. Absolutely. And we know that, it, you know, that we will have to continue um, to talk about how important every life is. And if these babies' lives are not important, then Kim, you're, you and I, our lives are not important either, yeah, you know, because we know God has a plan for them. Absolutely. So um, anyway, we're really excited about the possibility. Well, and and it, what this will mean also is that there will be even more importance placed on helping women with um, unexpected pregnancies. So what I would really like to encourage people to do is um, buy a Choose Life tag, or, or sign up for our adoption tag that should be coming out and being released soon because those monies go to over 30 pregnancy resource centers. So while Mississippi has one remaining abortion clinic, we have 30 different centers across Mississippi that are putting forth an effort to help women with unexpected pregnancies. So we need people to change their, their tag. And all they have to do is, is go to their local tag office. It's another $31 a year to have a Choose Life tag. And even though that seems like not very much money, like I, I, I would think like, oh, $31, that, that's, not, that's not much. But when we add it all together, um, we have uh, Choose Life has given away $4 million mm. in funds to these pregnancy resource centers over the years. So while each pregnancy resource is, I mean, each, yeah, each pregnancy center is self-funded, um, they can receive grants from the Choose Life Fund. So we really encourage people to, um, to have a heart for women as well. Um, anyone, any woman out there who's faced an unexpected pregnancy knows that um, it, it can be very overwhelming. And I think as a society, we have to have a better answer than abortion, but we, we need to provide as much assistance as we can to help these women through um, that time when they're vulnerable to abortion. Let me ask you, on the Choose Life tag, is there anything they need to do prior to going down to the, to the uh, tag office? Uh, do they need to fill out paperwork there or before they get there? What's the process? 
No, actually, you you just go. You can go into your tag office and apply for the tag. Sometimes they want you to take the tag off your car and 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 give it to them. Mm-hmm. But I want to say that now they are just mailing you the tag. So you might need your your tag number off the car you have now. That kind of thing. Like if you were going in to pay your tag, you know, you. Um, take a picture of your tag and and so that you have your license plate number when you go in because you'll be exchanging your old license for a new one and uh but then they put it in the mail to you so um so people can get their tags pretty quickly and and again it's it's a way of letting people know you're pro-life i think that's important as well that we testify that we're unashamedly pro-life um we are not afraid uh, to take a stand uh, for the unborn because we know that when women have children, uh, the woman and the child can both live. And so uh, we we are pro-woman and pro-child. Absolutely. Uh, tell people your social media presence and how they can contact you or join in the effort, put another shoulder against the wheel if they want to volunteer or make contributions. You know, if you go to ChooseLifeMS.org, it's ChooseLifeMSForMississippi.org, you can find a list of all the pregnancy resource centers in your area. So we would encourage you to participate and get involved with pregnancy resource centers in your area and adoption um, centers are also in different areas of the state. But um, but you can go to the Choose Life site and find out more about how to, how to uh, pre-register for an adoption tag when that comes out. So choosemf.org can provide you with um, the details on how to exchange your current tag for a specialty tag that um, that promotes life. All right. We're talking with Terry Herring with choosemf.org. Uh, in the event the uh, um, worst-case scenario happens in the court ruling, where does that leave Mississippi's uh, abortion laws? You know, Kim, I have been lobbying since 1986 for pro-life laws in Mississippi. We have passed over 25 laws. So once the court rules, which is expected in late June, you know, it's kind of like having a legislative session. They're going to rule on our case, and then they're going to go home Mm -hmm. because they don't want to be up there to face the (laughs) pro-abort is what we're thinking. So we really are expecting a positive ruling. But uh, depending on how they rule, we have a heartbeat law. Um, it's a little different than Texas law, which Texas, as you know, um, created a law that worked around that federal court system and avoided the courts. Uh, and, and we could certainly pass a, a law like Texas has, but, but, but there is a little pending time here um, to find out what the court will do. But Mississippi has a law already on the books that if Roe v. Wade is overturned, then abortion uh, beca- becomes um, illegal except for the wife of the mother in extreme cases That's of the mother. Well, we're up against, rape and incest, but I think they're very carefully defined. All right, we're, we're up against a hard break. Terry, Okay. we appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much, and we'll continue to remind people, choosemississippi.org. You can go there, find out more information about ordering the tag, or just go to your tag office and make it available to you for $31. Thanks, Terry. Thank you so much, Kim. You have a great night. All right, we'll be right back.
This is Clay Edwards with Auto Armor in Flowood, Mississippi. Auto Armor is the area's premier automotive detailing and ceramic coating shop. Auto Armor exclusively uses System X ceramics, and we're also an authorized installer of System X products. System X ceramics comes with a lifetime guarantee and goes onto your vehicle's Carfax report to potentially add increased resale value to your vehicle when you trade it in or sell it. Take advantage of our grand opening specials right now. We're offering System X ceramic coatings starting as low as $4.99 for cars and only $7.49 for trucks and large SUVs. We also offer headlight restoration, rim polishing, and paint correction. We're located right behind Merritt Health Hospital in Flowood at 4394 Mangum Drive. And of course, we're online at AutoArmorMS.com and on Facebook and Instagram at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Enjoy the rest of this podcast and we hope to see you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. Uh, hey. Hey, that was quick. <laughs> Pardon me. I wanted to tell you some things, and I'll talk real quick. One thing that people always go, they go to the verse about pride goes before the destruction. But one thing that they haven't, some folks don't want to emphasize sometimes or don't think about it, in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 10, it says, pride leads to conflict. Those who take advice are wise. And I sometimes think black folks, as you always say, I like the way you say black, need to realize that being black is, and call yourself being proud about being black, pride is not scriptural. The scriptures teach us more about being humble and humility. In James, it does tell us that God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. That's James Oh, I don't remember the reference. I'm sorry. Four, six. Now, the other thing I wanted to tell you, last night as I was um, ride-sharing, there was a man that I met. He, I don't know how we ended up on this subject, but he was telling me that he was a Christian patriot redneck. Hmm. And I said, I am too. He kind of stopped for a moment. He says, you are? I said, yes, I'm a Christian Patriot, redneck. I'm also a nationalist. Nearly died. <laughs> I thought about you. Like, I gotta tell you this. Well, at least, <laughs> at least he didn't jump out of the car. <laughs> no, he didn't jump out of the car. But he made. He says, "But you're black." Right. I said, "No, I'm a Christian, patriot, redneck, and a nationalist." Don't forget the nationalist. All right. Well, we're out of time. All right, folks. We're back. I'm sorry. I said they're eating some chocolate that I don't need. Only had two pizzas, the little small one, so my Dr. Ben Seals listening out there. Uh-huh. See, Kim, I told you you need to tighten up. I'm doing better, Doc. I'm working on it. All right, folks, we're back. It's Wednesday, back to Christ Wednesday. We do want to encourage you folks to uh again, believe it or not, on the theological timeline, we're in some deep, deep, deep jelly here. Some things are not going to get better. In fact, it's going to get worse. You think it's bad now, it's going to get worse. Humanity will cry uncle. It will be made clear that all these things we've been subscribing to, underwriting and co-signing as a solution and a way out is going to fail us and we're going to pay a price for it. We're going to pay a serious price. So we've been trying to tell you, if you can't stand pain, you need to change. And, uh, and to the black community, I've been trying to tell you, You've been swearing up and down that what we're fighting is racism, systemic racism, and all that other crap. It's going to be proven to be a lie. It's already a lie. It's just got to be proven to you. 
We're not fighting racism. We're fighting the consequences of bad decisions, bad voting patterns, and bad association. If you're going to associate with those, those demons in the Democrat Party, why don't you stand up, be about that Christ that you say you're about? But when you get around them, you're just like the typical human being. You get around them, then you, well, you know, I, I ain't really down with Christ. You know, I, I'm really down with y'all. And then when you go to church, then you're all Christ-like. Come on, man. Pick a lane. But it ain't just the black community. But I'm concerned about the black community. Because we don't see, I mean, we don't seem to be teachable anymore. But that's just, that's just my viewpoint. Folks, I want to remind you. <clears throat> Our mayor, Chalk Lines Lumumba, mayor of uh, uh, Tombstone, his behavior of late, I say within the last 30, 45, 60 days, with his, I mean, as thirsty as he was acting to get this uh, garbage contract into the hands of Mr. Richards, his behavior at the city council meeting, his constantly running in and out of town, Folks, I believe Mr. Chalk Lines Lamuma need to be drug tested. I mean, that boy need to pee in a cup. Do we hear that? That boy needs to pee in a cup. On demand. I think he on some. I think he on that stuff. I believe, Mr. Lamumba, sir, could you step forward here? Here's this cup, sir. You know what to do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, I knew it. I knew it. That boy on that stuff. <laughs> I knew it. That boy on that stuff. He sure on that. You just heard it. <laughs> no, seriously, though. His behavior, straight up, laying all jokes aside, real talk now. His behavior, the rationale he's displaying and how he's approaching things is that of a crackhead. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what I'm going to do. When I go back down there next time, I, I tell you what, I'm just going to do an executive order. I'm just going I'm just gonna go over their heads. See, that's how crackheads think. They'll sit up there and spend their light bill, their rent money, the money for the baby's pampers, the child's school pictures. Oh, I can get it back tomorrow. I'm going to smoke it up tonight, but I, I, can, I can make all this. And he only getting paid once every two weeks. I'm telling you. That boy, look, I tell you what, this is how we're going to find out if the boy on that on that stuff. You know those old uh, uh, peppermint, uh, white peppermint they used to have at uh, uh, Piccadilly's when you're going out the door? Well, this is what y'all do, y'all. The next meeting you have with the mayor, the next time y'all down there went on smoking se- cigar smoking session or playing spades with the mayor, what you do is you take some of that old peppermint, that old white peppermint, crush it up. And sprinkle a little bit around on the carpet. That boy, if he on that stuff, he he go he gonna see it. That's one thing about a crackhead boy. You, that's why you see him out there picking through the carpet like that. So just leave a little bit around. Matter of fact, when you go in his office, just leave a little bit on his desk, just a few crumbs, and then walk out. And when you come back, see if the see if see if see if there's a fingerprint in the middle of all that crap. I believe that boy on that stuff, man. He running in and out of town every time you see him. He on the airplane, headed somewhere. Man, you need to pee in a cup, man. Serious dog. Y'all tell him I said it too. Chalk lines. 
It might be really White Lines. Who was that made that song? Uh, uh, white Lines or whatever it was. But no, but his behavior is suspect. I, I have raised eyebrows about that boy. <clears throat> and it would make sense if, in fact, as I suspect, have no proof, but as I suspect, just based on the variables, that he got a cut out of that $33 million that went to the lawyers who supposedly represented the city in that water sewer uh, spiff, that water sewer spiff uh, between Siemens and the city. And uh, from what I'm told, and you know, every time I try to get the straight skinny from one of the councilmen, they they clam up and they're clamming up, suggested to me that I was right. That in fact, Siemens did offer just here, 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 y'all money back, leave us alone. And they went on and pressed on, filed a lawsuit so the lawyers could get 33% for not having to go to trial. But because they represent the city, they got 33% off the top. 33% of the $90 million is like $30 million. And because he has a bar card, another lawyer can pay another lawyer whatever they want. And they'll tell you they can't pay you anything, but they'll pay another lawyer. And what I suspect, that boy done got Negro rich, his pockets on swole. And once you get all that, baby... What do you want to do? You want to recreate. You want to have a good time. And he already got the hookup over there in Atlanta and Detroit and all that. And we know them boys coming down from Detroit, man, that's crime, Inc. So city council, y'all need to put a, uh, all y'all need to pee in some cups or down there, as a matter of fact. But especially chalk lines. Because that boy's behavior is, 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 is the ration, the ration. He seems a little irrational. He, he he acts like a crackhead. So, Mayor, you on that stuff, boy? But like I said before, all you got to do is put some white stuff down on the floor. That boy going to be snorting up City Hall, snorting up the floor. And I hope he's not on that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Because, I mean, he's at the top of his game. Everybody he meets, they bound down to him. They... They're curtsying and doing all that kind of crap. He got all those yes men and women around him. All them big booty girls. Of course, he got a beautiful bride, so I won't go there with him and saying that he's doing anything on that end. But from this, this, I believe it's snowing down there in City Hall. Yes, sir. But anyway, uh, Mayor, you need, seriously, laying all jokes aside, you, you, you need to pee in a cup. You and all the rest of them. Y'all need to pee in a cup. But I think we're going to get some movement here. I think Tony Johnson is going to be very helpful. Because, Tony, look, don't go down without a fight, baby. Don't, don't let them stick you out to dry. You know what's going on down there. I mean, I would say something, you know. I mean, I'd be, shoot, I'd have a five-album set about to be released from Malco. I'd be singing. I'd be raising my hand like I'm in school. Teacher, call on me. I got something to say. But it is what it is. But no, I want y'all to check the mayor out. Just check out his actions. He, like I said, he going out of town all the time. He, you know, he got business in D.C. He got business. Well, so what's the fruit of all this business? He kind of like Al Sharpton going visiting with Barack Obama every weekend, 350-something times over an eight-year period. That's a lot of weekends. And then on the night when Benghazi was going down, 
They couldn't catch up with President Obama. He was, he was locked in the presidential、uh, suite with Al Sharpton. And Al Sharpton coming out there scratching like Ashy Larry. Now, who was that? Uh, 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 the Dave Chappelle skit. He's looking like that. Folks, listen, I'm going to tell you something. When you get to the top of the pile, like those guys are, those guys are snorting. They smoking that stuff, dog. They about that life, man. And then we hear that the mayor's are, uh, uh, associating with all these uh, 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 strip club owners, allegedly. Taking money from all these club owners, alleg- well, allegedly. It would stand to reason. But, Mayor, seriously, you need to take a year. And, if you can force everybody to get a vaccination, Hawks, if you can force all the city workers to get a vaccination, you can take a P test. Okay? I mean, that's only fair. Of course, if you're not right, then you ain't going to take one. But no, you need to take it on TV. You need to get、uh, Maggie Wade down there and, and orchestrate this thing so we can see. Because I suspect if I was a bet man, I believe you're on that stuff. Our number is 601 879 0002. Of course, you heard about the shooting over on Ridgewood Road, sadly.、Uh, folks, again. And see, this is what gets me, and you've heard me say this before, with HUD. HUD want to act like all these people are being put upon because they live in uh, uh, neighborhoods where there's, there's a lot of crime because there's a lot of Democrats. And have you noticed, have you noticed this here? That the mayor, all the set aside Negroes, sock, and you, know, you hear them on NPR crying and、uh, screaming about white people and all that. Have you noticed that every. Everybody, it seems, who complain about white folks, even the folks coming up from south of the border and from other places across the planet, they all hate white people, but t h e y trying to get over here and move where they live at. They ain't coming all the way from Kenya somewhere to come live in the black neighborhood and live, if they can avoid it. They'll come in there for a little bit, then they, whoo, look at the time. They're out of there. So if you're so scared of racism, leave them alone. Why don't you let these people have some peace? Because the truth of the matter is, it ain't nothing but a scam to try to take what somebody else has. But I mean, if the people you're trying to take it from won't fight for themselves, screw them. Take it. You know I mean, at some point, you got the man up and show you got at least one testicle. But if you're not willing to do that, give it up. Wear the saggy pants. Be prepared for the inevitable. Our number is 601 879 I'm calling on Chalk Lines Lumumba, mayor of Tombstone. Take a urine test. I believe you on that stuff, boy. Your behavior is irrational. Something wrong here. Something's going to have to be dead about this here situation. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, he hot. He testing hot. He testing hot. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Wednesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. I want to remind you, our good friends over at Home Care Plus, folks, do you know anyone who's on oxygen? And someone who's on oxygen whose lifestyle has been 
and activities have been limited simply because they have to carry around that oxygen tank or pull it around with them. Well, they have something a lot better on the market, a lot lighter and more efficient. Folks, having your oxygen limited can limit your activities, and you know that, well, it doesn't have to be that way. Home Care Plus now has the Precision Medical Live Action 5 Portable Oxygen Concentrator. Folks, it supports an active lifestyle. It's lightweight and can be worn comfortably on the shoulder, and it runs off a rechargeable lithium battery. Precision Medical Live Action 5 Oxygen Concentrator produces the highest oxygen purity possible, and it has a five year warranty. It's durable, it lasts, it's good for you. It's on sale right now at Home Care Plus. Give them a call, 601 957 9174, or stop by the location, 864 Wilson Drive in Ridgeland. Yeah, that's 864 Wilson Drive in Ridgeland, Mississippi, across from the, uh, uh, they got a space jump place right across the street from it now. It used to be the street that the old shoe gallery used to be on. That's Wilson Drive. Stop by there today. Visit the showroom, which as I've encouraged you to do, everyone should visit that showroom and just browse the aisle and see all the offerings they have for those of you who are caregivers and those of you who are rehabbing and you need、uh, medical equipment, supplies, and advice. They have two pharmacists on duty who can help with your compounding needs, prescription needs. And if you have to pay cash for your pharmaceuticals,、uh, they have some of the lowest prices around. Check them out today. Home Care Plus, 957 9174. Again, located at 864 Wilson Drive. And、uh, they'll be open till 6. And on Saturdays, they're open till 4. So come on down, as they would say. Home Care Plus. All right, folks. Here's something, just an interesting tidbit. This is. Well, you saw yesterday where the CDC has admitted that they've been withholding information <coughs> regarding the COVID virus, the vaccine, the testing, the whole nine yards, the number of deaths, the number of people who have been harmed by the vaccine. They've been, in other words, you could not have an informed, you could not give an informed consent to take the vaccine with the information that they're withholding, the misinformation that they have been spreading trying to get you to take the vaccine. Well, this is a. This is on the Mississippi Medical,、uh, excuse me, Mississippi State Board of Medical Licensure. Kenneth Cleveland, MD, Executive Director, Grand Pooba of this whole scam operation, in Kim's opinion. The Mississippi State Board of Medical Licensure agrees with the following statement of the Board of Directors of the Federation of State Medical Boards. That means everybody in the country. Quote. Physicians who generate and spread COVID vaccine misinformation or disinformation are risking disciplinary action by state medical boards, including the suspension and revocation of their medical license. Due to their specialized knowledge and training, licensed physicians possess a high degree of public trust and therefore have a powerful platform in society, whether they recognize it or not. They also have an ethical and professional responsibility to practice medicine. In the best interest of their patients, and must share information that is factual, scientifically grounded, and consensus driven for the betterment of public health. Spreading inaccurate COVID vaccine information contradicts that responsibility, threatens to further erode public trust in the medical profession, and put all patients at risk. <clears throat> These principles are not limited. To COVID, vaccine, excuse me, COVID 19 vaccine issues. Physicians have an ethical obligation to ensure that the medical information they provide in, media, in, in a media environment is accurate, inclusive of known risks and benefits. Commensurate, 
commensurate rather with their medical expertise and based on valid scientific evidence and insight gained from professional experience. Further, it's strongly recommended that in the use of social media, physicians should separate their personal and professional content online. Physicians must understand that actions out, excuse me, that actions online and content posted can affect their reputation, have consequences for their medical careers, and undermine public trust in the medical profession. This is again a paragraph off the page there on medical misinformation and dis- disinformation policy. Well, wait a minute. Now you say this is a policy. Why didn't you cite the statute or policy regulation number? From the Mississippi Board of Licensing. If it's a policy, it sounds to me like you're flying by the seat of your pants. You're making up a rule for which there's no rule uh, that has been put into the record and put through the proper procedure for rulemaking. Because, I mean, you, you clearly say this, uh, this is the medical misinformation or disinformation policy. So there should be a statute that you can cite which you should have cited right here in this article. Folks, this is what I'll tell you about critical thinking. See, these people putting this crap out here. Now, this is, uh, they say, now they're in agreement. Uh, The Mississippi State Board of Medical Licensure agrees with the following statement of the Board of Directors of the Federation of State Medical Boards. So that means all 50, 51 states. So the CDC located in Atlanta, the FDA located in D.C. and Maryland, wherever the heck it's located. They have all these medical professionals who I would imagine are still properly licensed and certified by this very same Federations of State Medical Boards. So the CDC admits that they're withholding information. The CDC admits that they're massaging information. The CDC admits the lying about information. Why aren't they being cited, the doctors and medical professionals at the CDC, being cited by this same Federation of State Medical Licensing Board? You know why they're not being cited? Because they're taking money. They're on the take. So, Mr. Kenneth Cleveland, executive director over there, please explain that to us. How can you be following CDC protocols and demanding everybody else follow the CDC protocols and those who are following the CDC protocols are instruments of death because the CDC protocol is not based on the information that you say must be present to avoid censor or license revocation. Folks, these people are full of crap, every last one of them. This is their press release. I mean, this is on their website. Medical inf- uh, misinformation and disinformation policy. Yet they cite no policy number. If I'm correct about what APA says about this in the absence of a rule, uh, in absence of what the board says is a violation, any board, but they have no statute rule a regulation, policy, order, or whatever, or uh, precedent from previous rulings, then all they can do is tell you you can't do it. They can't be suspending you because they don't have a policy on it. 
That's what that doctor up there in New Hampshire, I believe, New Hampshire or Vermont, who's being drugged on the、uh, carpet about having supposedly given misinformation about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. She said, You guys don't have any policy on this. So you're just threatening me because you can't. Folks, let me tell you how this is going to play out. It's just a matter of time before the people who hold the bar cards will be given permission from the people running this scam to go in and pick the meat off the bones of the skeleton that's left of what our, we used to be called our medical system. It's just a matter of time. Yesterday, I mentioned about my experience at the hospital that I was not given water. I was not giving, I was always cold, and I was having problems with the, with the diet that I was being provided. I mean, you bring me in a, a, a big old piece of Salisbury steak, two inches tall, and a roll the size of a hubcap, and mashed potatoes, instant mashed potatoes. That, wasn't, that, that was not appealing to me. And so I, I relayed that to you when I came back my first day on the air, told you what was going on, and I just thought all that was unusual. Now, and I, got a email, and I got an email, I got a comment from a nurse on the Facebook page for the station, I guess it was. Somebody, was that where it was? Okay. And they were telling me that basically I need to run my lane, that I didn't know what I was talking about, that a person who was, because I was making the comment that your loved one is dying in these hospitals. Dying from lack of, of water, dying of thirst. And the nurse made it clear to me that I didn't know what I was talking about. That when people have these tubes in them, they can't give them water because the, of the aspiration aspect of it. And I understand that. My sister told me the same thing when I was down there. I told her, I kept saying, I'm, I'm, I'm thirsty, Judy. I'm thirsty. I want some water. My point is this here. You're going to have these tubes in my mouth for 18, 19 days, and I can't get my thirst quenched? Now, y'all been doing this long enough to figure out something. You can put some soft,、uh, crushed ice on my tongue to quench the thirst. My parched tongue is, is communicating to my brain. I didn't ask you to just pour a, a gallon of Gatorade down my throat. Now, y'all been doing this a long damn time. I've been knowing people who've gone to the hospital for pneumonia, and I ain't heard not one ever complain about being thirsty, being hungry, or being cold. So, y'all explain to me what's going on. Why is this such a new phenomenon? Is it because of the CDC protocols, or y'all just some savages? Now, and I'm sitting up there, my mouth is dry, my tongue is parched, cracking. You know enough to go in and brush my teeth with that horse brush that you were brushing it with. And I'm steadily, pull, I'm steadily filling up the,、uh, uh, the urine bag. So the fluid is coming in and going out somewhere. If it's coming in through my veins,、uh, the, through the.、Uh, um, Well, what they, the tracks they had in my arm. But y'all could come in there and do something on the person's tongue. It just seems to me that if this was an aspect of people being intubated 
This would have been something people would have been talking about. Oh, yeah, you don't want that to happen. Just like getting a root canal. Oh, you don't want that. They tell you about the aspects of getting a root canal. They warn you. So all of a sudden, everybody who's going in for COVID complaining about dying of thirst, being cold, and being hungry. And knowing that macabre Dr. Dobbs, this kind of crap is right up his alley. Seeing people suffering brings his eyes glaze over. He's like a pyromaniac at a fire. Man, I ain't buying this crap. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Friends over at Boondocks Farm Training Academy in Raymond. Folks, as you know, they have a pending sale on Boondocks. The new owners are considering a different business model in which to operate. In addition to keeping the current staff and offering uh, the training classes you come to know and love, Boondocks will open up as a membership range. Members will have the ability to use the aid ranges from 8 a.m. to till dark seven days a week. Membership will be $40 per individual, $60 per family per month. That's a proposed amount at this time. Each new member, including, excuse me, excluding current alumni, would need to attend a safety class prior to getting access to the range. So if you'd like to become a part of that operation, email chad at boondocksfta.com. That's chad at boondocksfta.com. And let him know, Chad, I'm interested in being in on the membership role there. And he'll duly note that and be in contact with you as they flesh out the future plans for Boondocks Training Academy. And now the access to the range, you'll have access also to the instructors who will be, again, walking around, checking everything out, making sure everybody is safe and yada, yada, yada. And if you need some questions answered, they'll be there for you. These are some of the most highly trained instructors uh, around. And, again, they come to Boondocks with a variety of backgrounds, from military to uh, special forces, secret service, the whole nine yards, police, uh, and just some good old-fashioned boys who spent their lifetime plinking and learning how to shoot. So stop, uh, take this opportunity to do, do just that. And plus, uh, they'll be offering more matches. They're still doing the IDPA uh, uh, pistol shooting on Sundays, and that will continue on also. So, uh, again, email chad at boondocksfta.com and just express your interest, asking to put you on the list to be uh, remembered when they get all these things together. So this is a great opportunity. Again, there's a difference between a gun range and a training academy. Training Academy is holistic. They give you the whole nine yards. It's not just a bunch of hot dogs and Rambos out there telling you what they used to do back in the day and all that stuff. No, they give you the most up-to-date training techniques and advice uh, that's out there. So check them out today. BoondocksFTA.com is the website. Chad's email is chad at BoondocksFTA.com. All right, folks, it is an open forum. We've got a lot on our plate today. Uh, Russia continues to be a hot item. Uh, you got to understand, we have no interest in Russia other than the, the Ukraine, rather. We have no interest in the Ukraine other than the fact that Ukraine is the uh, stomping ground of all the corrupt American politicians. You understand how the American foreign policy works now. The politicians vote to give X number of dollars to the Ukraine, for, to, to the Ukraine, for instance. And the politicians over in Ukraine give X number of dollars back to the politicians under the table. That's how this thing works. And they give them access to, like Hunter Biden, they give them all uh, great jobs to the kids of these politicians and all that. You'd be surprised the number of good jobs the sons of senators and congresspeople have. It's just, hey, it's the nature of the business. But now they won't protect our border, but they're sending all these troops over there to protect the border of the Ukraine. 
and we've got drug cartels setting up shop all over America. And again, it all goes back to those Democrats, in particular, the tent pole of the Democrat voting operation, black Democrats, who go to the polls with no agenda, no plans, just delivering their vote to some of the most corrupt people on the planet, some of the most anti God people on the planet. And they think nothing on it, of it. I have a problem with it. So we're going to do something about it come 2022. And to those of you who want to continue to live with $5 and $10 gas prices, you'll vote Democrat again. Because you don't care about anything. Self-destruction is on your menu. You're hell-bent on breaking into jail. And you're hell-bent on breaking into hell. Either one will do you good. Our number is 601-879-0002. Master D, you're getting prolific here, brother. What's going on? Too long. Uh, well, never in a thousand years. I don't know if you heard the uh, the uh, coffee conversation show with uh, Wanda Evers. You know, see, this is type. This is the type of stuff that you really can't make up. She was on the radio two months ago, screaming and hollering about corruption. So when her friends, uh, Flutie and the other uh, election commission, little hangout girls or whatever, the nose candy girls or whatever mm-hmm. they're doing. I, I got girls. the whole mm-hmm. on you. But anyway, she's going to talk about, don't call a radio station trying to talk down on people. But she got to understand, there was the same ones were given a warning that was caught cheating the first time. So this is the problem we have here in Jackson. So you go to jail for being one of the lo- being a local kingpin, and then you get to uh, 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 do business with the county or whatever. I ain't got a problem with doing business, but mm-hmm. the problem I got is when you steal money in a slick way to clean it up for your Calhouns and your Tony Johnsons and everybody else of the world that think they can make a hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year and still steal. What's wrong with us, Kim? Mm-hmm. You get paid a good salary, but you still stealing money. <laughs> I want to thank Mr. Chad White, Kim Wade. Chad Wright. My friend, Mr. Chad White, he know where. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. We need a how you a couple more Elliot Ness. Not only the black ones, the white ones too. Put them in jail because, see, what I'm saying, Kim, they make more than enough money to pay their bill, but they continue to want to steal the people's money. Yep. You growed up with the same appearance that they were living like me. We did. We took what we had and made something, made nothing out of something. It's just like Jackson. We are paying y'all to solve problems. We're not paying y'all to like Kenny Stokes. All of them need to go, Kim. Kenny just a fraud. All of them are fraud. All on the city councils are fraud. We need to put our own people in place. And never in a thousand years, Miss Wanda Evers, you and, and that old slick CIA operative, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Jewish boy. The Jewish boy. Um, the white guy. Richard Schwartz. And his little... Whatever, little sidekick. Well, what Richard got to do anything? Your friend, you know, your friend, your friend, your personal friend, he doesn't be on the show. What's his name? I understand why, because this is the problem in Jackson. This is the problem. This Democratic alliance with these sneaky, no-good snakes. Thank you, Kim. And Mr. Chad White, keep doing (laughs) what you're doing, because we're going to report, deter the tech, and report. Thank you. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you. Let's take a break. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, we're back. Just as a side note, we want to remind you our good friend John Dorsey, State Farm agent extraordinaire, my agent.、Uh, he would like to encourage you if you need a quote on renters, homeowner, or auto insurance, give John a call. His number over there is 601 790 And、uh, he'll give you a quote. By the, he's located right next to the McDonald's there on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. So by the time you go through the drive thru, John is already on the case and got the information you need. You can stop by or he'll just call you back.、Uh, again, that number is 601 790 John's been in the business since 1986. He's a pillar in the community there. He supports all the causes that m a k e s Ridgeland great. We encourage you to check John out. 601 790 All right, folks.、Uh, We got a, a response here from someone in, formerly in the medical field and medically licensed. Uh, that they had pneumonia back in the day.、Uh, they remember being real hungry when they came off the tubes and all that, but、uh, they were able to drink. Maybe they just got some new advanced approaches to how they deal with pneumonia, yada, yada, yada. But something tells me this is all. See, the CDC protocols is proven to be just, just evil in their intent. And the fact that they're constantly lying, hiding information, unwilling to reveal what's in the. Uh, the trials that went into creating the vaccine for 75, 77 years lets you know these people are up to no good. I am under no obligation to follow these people. And this is why I keep saying, folks, before it's all over with, these people can get the draw suit off of them. Their legal liability、uh, shield has been pierced. It's just a matter of going through the paces to peel this onion back and get to the meat of the matter. So I told you, those of you who have. Uh, 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 been harmed, and those of you who have had loved ones uh, uh, killed, you need to request their medical records now. When I say killed, I should say died under the care of these people who so called uh, uh, COVID advocates and whatever else. Just get the records. Because what's going to happen out of this is t going to take one case to break this thing open. And see, this is the thing about people who do wrong. They, they have no respect for their victims. They have no respect for anybody. They think everybody is, is, is、uh, culpable, or、uh, should say capable of being suckered in and everything else, and nobody is worthy of respect. They're going to mess with the wrong person. They're going to mess with the wrong person who has the right skill set, knows what the right questions are to ask, know where the documents are they need to get, and they're going to pull this all together. And what's going to happen is these people who have been profiting from this Ponzi scheme for the last two years, some are going to get away scot free, but some are going to be made the scapegoat. All over the world now, I'm hearing out of Canada that they were bringing in UN troops, that they've dressed them in, in the uniform of the local constabulary. And what this is suggesting, folks, that they don't have enough people to do what they're trying to do. The people of the world, humanity is going to crush these people like bugs. We're going to go Genghis Khan on them. Genghis Khan was one of the most brutal conquerors known to mankind. This guy was just, he, he was beyond brutal. Of course, if you're, your, your spine cut, if you're getting your spine cut open, it doesn't make a difference what the guy's track record is who did it. He got you now. It's like getting caught by the cops while you're speeding. Don't make a difference. Everybody else will speed, and they got you. But I'm telling you, folks, we're going to have to hang together. 
We can't lay, lay all this on the truckers. The truckers is the catalyst. They're the tip of the spear in this particular instance. But these people are not going to go down easily, but they got to go down. Because you know what? Their goal is to make you go down, suffer in some form or fashion for something you have done, nothing but try to obey their constantly changing rules and the moving of the goalposts. And when you get one thing wrong, they're ready to bring the full weight of government down on you along with his weaponry pointed at you and your family. You just got to make a decision. Again, what you're seeing and happening in America is, the, is a coup by the senior executive corps. These are your undersecretaries, your deputy secretaries, the this, that, and the other, whether, whether it be the Department of Education or the ATF. These are the people who make those agencies run. These are the people who gave the Clinton, uh, Clinton campaign the authority and the ability and turned a blind eye to the spying on the President Trump's White House and his uh, computer communications. This is them. So as you sit back and try to figure out who is it that's doing all these things, who, do, who are we fighting? Who do you go after? It's them. And guess what? The Chinese understood that that's why they broke into the Office of Personnel Management. Hacked it. They got all that information. So I would imagine their agents are slowly approaching these people one at a time, offering them money to sell out America. If you get installed as FBI Director Chris Ray, this is what we want you to do. Folks, I'm telling you, this thing run deep, but the word of God runs deeper. If you just but stand, give God something to work through. Be the man, the woman, the vessel, the vortex for good to come through. We're going to take a break. We're back in 22 hours. We will see you on the radio. Peace. Coward dies a thousand deaths. A soldier dies but once. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.